I need this to be on the record. <laughs> this is on the record. You have single-handedly ruined my life. I'm so sorry. The worst part about it is, the worst part is, like, I keep seeing, like, memes and stuff on the internet. And I can't share them with anybody else, so you're getting them. No, I love them. I love the memes. It's just, I am so emotionally invested in what's happening. And every single time, I think I have something figured out. Yep, I don't. Yep. Nope. And hang on, let me just read you the last few words I just read. Okay. When when they said that Kaz Brecker knew like always had a plan and was always six steps ahead, she literally wrote it. You're like, oh yeah, I know what's going on. And then Kaz is like, no, you don't. I know. Psych baby. And every time I think I know anyways, okay. Last words <laughs> that I just read. Okay. Nina, he whispered, little red bird, don't go. And I was like, <laughs> you got Crooked Kingdom already, right? Is it ready? <laughs> it's on the sidelines. It's ready to go. It's benched and ready to be put in the game whenever needed. <laughs> it's like, all right, coach, I'm ready. I warmed up. I'm right here. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, that's I'm so sorry. how my life's been going. But, anyways, okay, my main thought about this, because the whole Nina and Matthias thing is absolutely ripping my heart out. But, you know, I kind of expected that. Yeah. Here's the thing I didn't expect. <laughs> Was the tank. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, she really hit you with, like, the one-two uppercut there. She's just like, pow! Here's a tank. So, here's what I was reading in the car, and my mom and I were going to Spokane today and I was reading and they stole a diamond and I was like why did they steal a diamond they already stole the person like what, what's right. happening they got, here they got the bag but then I was like okay it's diamonds it's whatever and then I found out that was a drill and I was like wow that's genius why didn't I think of that and then I was like because yeah. I can't think of anything that's gonna happen in this book <laughs> and then I um they jumped through the hole made by the diamond and that was wild yep. and I was like oh my gosh this is crazy what's happening I thought they were gonna fall into the water like the others did oh no 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 there's a <laughs> tank. <laughs> tank yeah because Kaz and Matthias go through the water yeah and Nina and then and Nina and then everybody else goes through the like building right yeah yeah they literally bust a hole in the place <laughs> And they literally blow it up. Yeah, literally in multiple places. They break the <laughs> sacred tree, they blow up the tower, and then they cut a hole in the side of it. Cas <laughs> like, Brecker, the dregs went in and were like, let's cause as much damage as we possibly can. And they did. And Jesper mentioned he was he was like, um, right when they were triggering like the black protocol. Um, yeah. he was like are you ready for them to know who the dregs are or something like that? And I was like, oh shit. But now, <laughs> oh my goodness, this book is wild. And like, it's I, great. and every time I read something, I'm always shocked. And I'm like, how, do, how? <laughs> <laughs> when you, when you text me two days ago, yesterday, everything, the times are blurred together. Yeah. About um, like when Nina and Matthias have their first like confession love scene, like bit right there. Uh -huh. He tells her like, I will love you. What, or I, I was made to protect you <laughs> you yeah. sent me that I was sitting on the couch and I like I looked at my phone and I went oh. <laughs> and my sister my sister was like what just happened and I was like Riley just got to the part in Six of Crows where Matthias confesses his love to Nina 
Oh my god. And I was like, and I'm broken because of it. Okay. And so I just read the thing I just read you. And then like a page before that, Kaz gets up the courage to pretty much tell Inez she loves her. Which is great. As he should. But Kaz being Kaz, the one thing he's bad at is emotions. (laughs) And (laughs) um, so and it's from Inez's perspective. And that also ripped my heart every chapter i'm like i can't get more emotional about this and every chapter i do and i'm like what am i gonna do during the next book i will not survive yeah you're (laughs) i don't want to be a bearer of bad news i mean it's really good but it's it's just you could tell that uh leah borgard got her like footing in these books Mm -hmm. compared to like the shadow and bones books because the way that Shadow and Bones is written is it's written from one perspective. It's Alina's perspective. And um, like, it's not great, mm-hmm. but like this one, she like popped off. Oh my like, gosh. She, she did not, she came from, she was no survivors. No. Is what she did. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Like, it's so good. This is definitely yeah. like one of my all time favorite books now. Good. I'm so glad. There's definitely some bits in Crooked Kingdom that I'm really excited like for you to read oh, stay tuned for updates i'm sure you'll be <laughs> i what, hope so. i what's funny about so i read the thing about um when matthias is like i'll protect you you think he like betrayed her but i knew he didn't because i was like yeah he's, he's oh, in, in the ice sec- in the ice court yeah yeah i was like he's I in thought the he second her. book he did yeah, i thought he betrayed her. her i was like what a f- this fucking yeah i'm gonna kill him and then he like lets her out and he's like never let that happen again and i was like fuck yeah so um oh no I lost my train of thought oh when that okay no you're good when I read that I had just received a snapchat from Miss Audrey Mazur who has also read these books (laughs) and the snapchat said there was no like reason for her to send this she just sent it to me because the two things we talk about are six of crows and Peaky Blinders and um she she was she, it just said thinking about how Wayland's gonna be in season two and I was like hang on let me show you what I'm reading right <laughs> <now."> <laughs> I was like I'm broken seriously I'm so excited for Wayland to like I'm excited for you to read Wayland's point oh, of me view too because I already foremost. love him but I know he's I'm gonna so, love him he's so more. scrappy like he's so sassy he gets, um a lot of people on like TikTok are like everybody's like Waylon is stupid and blah 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 and they're like no he's he's crazy Mm -hmm. he's a madman I'm so excited I love him I could get the madman vibes well first I was just thinking he's a sassy king I'm so here for this he's an icon and um he keeps like just popping these one-liners at you that bring me joy um but he uh oh okay they were on the tank and um (laughs) this one is and he was like cackling on said tank. I was like, bro, are you okay? He was fine. He was just living his best life. And Jesper has mentioned on multiple occasions that he needs to find better friends. Like, <laughs> Jesper's like, listen. For like his own safety. <laughs> Anyways, those are my thoughts at the moment. I'm trying to find like, there's like a certain bit of information about Wylan, um, that I think you don't learn until Crooked Kingdom. Okay. So I'm going to keep it to myself. Sounds good. Um, I have a really important question. Okay. Does he play the flute in the second book? Because I think it's just always just, brought up. You can't just throw this skill 
at me and actually, have him not use it. Actually, I think he does play the flute in the second book. Okay, thank God. Because like some stuff happens and <laughs> there's a, I don't, you don't need to know the details of how it gets to this point because you'll read it. Yeah. But this girl is singing and I'm pretty sure he accompanies her on his flute. Nice. But yeah, you get Wyland's backstory in the second book. Yay. I'm so excited. I'm also yeah. excited Wait. for some more Jesper. When you when you text me and you're like Jasper's he's a Grisha, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> that was like, yeah, that was when I was like in the movie when he was like Yura and then he like hit him over the head. Yeah, he was like here's the thing: I feel like I always knew that. Like I I figured that much out. I was like, there's n- not much else he could be. No, I couldn't put the name to it, but I could like think like he has that Grisha power, and I was still <laughs> <He's magic>. surprised. <laughs> I was still absolutely flabbergasted. I think it was the way they revealed it is why I was surprised because I feel like I I knew that. And now I can't remember how it got (laughs) revealed. Anyways, I've been reading this book kind of excruciatingly slow, but like kind of fast. Um, And what I've realized is I like the pace I'm reading it at because I remember it a lot better. Yeah, I definitely like binged it. I read it in the the duology is one of those things where like I read so fast I can't remember what things happened in the first book and what things happened in yeah, the second book. That makes sense. Oh, I'm fully prepared for whatever I finish this, which will be today or tomorrow for sure. Yeah. Um that I will be starting the second one immediately. Uh, yeah, no, it ends on a little bit of a little bit of a bit where like I was looking everywhere where I could find the second <laughs> copy to read it after I finished it. And then the next day it was, I was like at the point where I was like, I'm just going to order it off of Amazon. Yeah. I was like, I just need the book. And then like online, it was like, your hold is ready. And I was like, all right. And I like looked at it and I was like, Oh, thank God. Nice. Yeah. <gasps> I am thrilled about these books. They bring me joy. <laughs> and... Do they spark joy? Absolutely. Yes. But yeah. All right. Shall we do what we came here for? The meat after, and the potatoes. After my weekly Six of Crows <laughs> update. Listen, I care so much about this. <laughs> I am so emotionally invested in everything you have to say about it. it. Makes me happy. I'm very happy you're enjoying this. So I'm reading Six of Crows and updating you about that. And I'm watching Peaky Blinders. And Audrey texts me fairly frequently being like so how do you feel about this thing this show and I have to text her my thoughts and Courtney's watching Game of Thrones so I'm texting her being like please tell me every single thought you have on this (laughs) so it's a very nice little cycle I um I haven't read anything new I read um yeah I don't I mean I don't have anything that I can be like check this out Riley except for Six of Crows so that's where we're at right now we're getting there (laughs) and soon Crooked Kingdom which I'm very excited about me I st- I started rereading it. How far did I get? Let me just you got my hand in Spokane. I was, and I got about halfway done with it. I got to chapter twenty. Nice. Yeah, where I think that's like right after they got off the boat. I might Wait, just reread. Cr- how many boats are they on in, in this book? I don't. It goes by so. It's so long. But I um I was organizing my room. And I have this bookshelf that I put up and well, it's not a bookshelf. It's just a shelf and it has all of my like special edition books. So I have like a couple of signed books and then I ordered like the collector's edition of the six of crows and correct kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was rereading, <laughs> I was putting my books away on the floor. I was like, Oh, look, here's my special collector's edition books. 
Um, and there's like two bits in the end towards the end of Crooked Kingdom that are my favorite. Mm -hmm. Um, and I kind of have like a vague idea of where they are in the book. So I like turned to them and I started reading it. And my sister came into my room and was like, you're supposed to be cleaning. I was like, just (laughs) let me finish this chapter. I promise afterwards I'll I'll go back to cleaning. Um, but no, I was like, I need to read this bit. I'm really excited because something I realized I have like zero complaints about six of crows but if I had to get really nitpicky the one thing I would nitpick is just and it makes sense why this isn't in the book but like Jesper never really uses his guns and Inej doesn't really use her knives and Kaz doesn't have his cane for most of the book so I'm excited to see them with their skills back yeah oh because yeah because they can't use them in the ice court yeah they make a very big deal about leaving them behind (laughs) so like you know that that's like their thing um but yeah but yeah okay let's get into this (laughs) you're like i just want to talk about six of crows i mean this could we could literally turn this into a six of crows fan (laughs) podcast and i wouldn't be mad (laughs) that's all that we talk about ever no i'm so um i'm very excited about this i i sat down and i wrote out my my stuff i did Uh, the um emotions that are in the movie i added Mm -hmm. two more emotions (laughs) and i cast them and then i also did the like interest islands but other than that i wasn't sure what else to do okay so i casted my emotions i was gonna put like which well okay that's why i haven't casted joy or sadness yet Mm -hmm. um because those were the two hardest ones yeah because i'm having a hard time with those ones and then i have my core memory islands and then um which is the same thing as those are your islands. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then um, which emotion would be in charge, I think, was the only other thing that I had. Oh, okay. I can do that on the fly. But okay, <laughs> for some background for our seven listeners, um, <laughs> we decided let's flash back to episode. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. <laughs> where I had a visceral memory of a PowerPoint idea. I had. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I edited that and I think I cut it out, but no, it actually might be in there. It doesn't matter. Keep going. (laughs) Anyways, so we had just done a PowerPoint in our house and I feel like right after our PowerPoint night at our house and I feel like right after you do and you come up with a bajillion ideas. Absolutely. You come up with great ideas. Yeah. So I had come up with the idea to cast my emotions as like to work out my brain as if it were Riley's brain in Inside Out. And I think about this semi-frequently because we have the same name, which is a <laughs> dumb reason. Anyways. This was this idea was rent-free. <laughs> right I, there on one of those islands. But then I forgot the idea and I was so mad about it and I couldn't think of it for the life of me. And then Shelby brought up Inside Out in our conversation and I lost my mind. You literally like, you. it was perfectly normal, per, like a completely normal, you were just sitting next to me, right on my right, we were talking and you literally like shot out of your chair. You were like, <laughs> and you were like, I gotta grab my phone. Yeah. And you were like, PowerPoint idea. I'm pretty sure it's its own note in your phone. And it's like <laughs> inside out map of your brain. And that's all you wrote. And I'm like, I don't know that that's gonna help future Riley. but it did and I was like that's a great idea and I was thinking about it last week when we finished recording I was like let's do it yeah powerpoint ideas how I was successfully pull off ice we talked about that (laughs) explaining how my brain would work through how brains and inside out (laughs) I wrote it down hang on April 26th 
at 3 31 p.m should i get wait hold on let me see which power like which um oh i don't want to open the pot it'll ask me to record and it'll change my audio so never mind but april 26th yeah yeah okay we we're probably talking about the heist it's <laughs> probably. probably the heist one That's and then mean, you're like i'm gonna add that to my interest islands how to pull off a heist 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 planning <laughs> lives rent free baby listen it's rent free i've had an interesting few months with the content i've been consuming so it yeah. makes sense that heist is on the brain before we jump into this you want to hear about my memorial day yeah so went to bed sunday night feeling good reading my book go to bed at an okay hour probably should have gone to bed earlier that's besides the point i wake up to my mom hugging me which is something she does she like comes in my room and hugs me and is like time to get up blamo mm-hmm. she doesn't say that but still you get the idea she's like hey terry and justin are here terry's my cousin justin's her fiance she's like they're here dad invited them over for dinner for memorial day um but they thought i guess they thought that meant right the second instead of at like 4 30 so they're here now and i was like <laughs> perfect <laughs> i was like i had plans for today but that's fine they can wait so <laughs> i get dressed i go out there my cousin's here we're hanging out we spend all day hanging out my dad goes, okay, should I start dinner? Absolutely. Yeah, let's do dinner. And my dad's like, I don't really want to cook. I was like, okay, I'll do it. I'll barbecue. No big deal. I've barbecued before. Easy, easy. We have a propane barbecue. There's no worries, right? So I light the barbecue. I turn the barbecue on with our fresh can of propane, like one of the big boys. <laughs> and the flames start getting kind of high. And my dad's like, hey, turn it down a little bit. You don't want to burn the food um sort of thing and I was like okay no worries so I'm taking care of things I've got hamburgers I've got hot dogs I've got all the good stuff few minutes pass I'm letting my food cook and the flames are oddly high in the inside the barbecue and I go hmm I don't think that's supposed to look like that so I got like the spray bottle we have mm-hmm. and I was spraying it and I was like hmm <laughs> those flames seem to be getting higher <laughs> So I was like, my cousin was out there and I was like, something is wrong with this barbecue. <laughs> so I turn off the, the like grill um, and I'm like trying to keep the flames away from the propane tank that is spewing propane. Mm-hmm. And the flames just seem to be, be increasing. Oh, <laughs> and no. then dark smoke starts coming out of the barbecue. Um, and so I'm like, <laughs> can you guys get dad? <laughs> the barbecue is on fire. <laughs> so our barbecue caught on fire yesterday. No. I am so traumatized. <laughs> I like, we turned it off and then I was like going, my next thought was like, hey, don't let the propane be near the fire. And so like my dad came out and took care of it. He was a real hero. I was like, should I get a fire extinguisher? Like, what should I do? Um, but he like we turned off the propane and my dad what had happened is the grease tray hadn't been cleaned in longer than they thought oh, so the yeah. grease caught fire but like we were sitting there and I was like I hope killed us oh no my dad was like he's like next time you know if this happens again I was like I will not be cooking on a barbecue for a long time but thank you he's like you know move it away from the house because it's like right on the patio uh-huh. he's like but like good thought with like turning the propane off <laughs> like, I, the food was burnt to a crisp and like my cousin's fiance just like ate the hamburgers <laughs> like grabbed a bun and had two just like straight up burnt hamburgers oh no so 
it was it was eventful and then I dropped the baked beans so I was just like I like went to my I just went to my room and I was like I just need to be alone for like 20 minutes just give me give me like 15 and I'll be back out there so it was fun I am I feel you I had a similar experience when I burnt some stuff in the microwave at our house and made it smell like smoke for like three it days was, yeah <laughs> when you text us and you're like it smells like smoke it's fine and I was like oh that's no big deal and then I actually like walked upstairs and I was like oh no, no <laughs> this it was cannot bad. be safe it was it really was, bad. It was bad to be clear nothing burned down it really wasn't <laughs> a big deal but it smelled like a big deal it smelled awful like it if, if like a health inspector had come into the house they would have been like, I don't think that this is safe to live in. We would have I don't failed. know if this house is inhabitable. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Okay. What emotion should we start with? Or should we um, each go through our lists? No, let's let's just start with one. Just just pick one. You go first and then I want to hear your explanation and then I'll do mine. Okay, I have joy first. Okay, I don't have joy casted, but I'll think about it. Go ahead. Okay. So oh also I want to preface for like not half of these. I have two people cast because I couldn't make a decision. Okay, mine are fictional characters. I love that. I cast I casted fictional characters that I relate to. Nice. I casted actors whose voices I felt like um, encapsulated these emotions in my brain. Because I actually okay. feel like the casting in the movie is pretty spot on to how my own brain would sound. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, so for Joy, I picked Kristen, Kristen Bell. Oh, that's a really good one. Anna from Frozen, Eleanor in The Good Place. I've been rewatching The Good Place, and I've watched Veronica Mars. I think she would be a good the icon. choice because I would have picked Amy Poehler if Amy Poehler hadn't already been chosen. <laughs> that's actually a really, that's a really good one. Thank um, you. Okay, my joy I don't have casted, but if I was gonna cast someone, you know. I think it might be uh, Abigail Brosnan's character from um, Little Miss Sunshine. Mm-hmm. She's always just doing her best. I love that. That that feels that feels right off like the top of my head. I don't know. I think joy and sadness are the hardest ones for me to cast. Yeah, I had a hard I just... time. I came up with two for sadness, like on the edge, but I still feel iffy about it. All right, okay. I have fear next. Okay, I have fear. I have a fear. I'm I'll go go go. Okay, I have three people written down for this. <laughs> is does it depend on like what type of fear it is, or is it just like you're like yeah, this seems. No, I just couldn't pick. I feel like it would be a mix of all three of them. Okay, and I think it would be depend. It would be situational. Okay, <laughs> I firmly believe that Bill Hader as fear is yeah. me. Like this. <laughs> that's so spot on. Okay, and then the other two I had because I felt like I needed to be more creative than just picking who's in the movie. Um, was Caitlin Deaver who plays Amy in Booksmart? Um, yeah. Because I feel like how she reacted throughout most of the movie, but specifically when she um found out she accidentally took drugs, is <laughs> very accurate to what's going on inside of my brain when I'm panicked. <laughs> My last one is William Jackson Harper, who plays Cheaty on The Good Place. <laughs> because I feel like that's he, self-explanatory. When I first watched The Good Place, we were like watching it um, and Cheaty came on. And I was like, oh, my God, that's one of the villains from The Electric Company. Because like, because <laughs> like, um, I think PBS Kids redid like The Electric Company 
in the early 2000s like Lin-Manuel Miranda is on it way too much like just dropping a sick beat <laughs> teaching us about like le- softies and hardies like to mm-hmm. be like er um <laughs> and like he was he came on and I was like you can't trust that guy he's a bad guy <laughs> he's, he's a bad guy um that's really good actually I like it as I feel as like the there's I I've been re-watching the last season of The Good Place um and there's this scene this has nothing to do with fear it's actually the one moment where Chidi's not indecisive or fearful I just think it's me really, too I just think it's really funny it's, when, <laughs> it's right when he gets all of his memories back and like the world's about to end like the judge is doing the thing to the Janets trying to find the like button you know right and um Chidi walks up to the judge and Eleanor's like whoa 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 whoa! what are you doing and he's like don't try to stop me I'm confident now <laughs> I was like why is that me like low-key like, I, I like it I kind of relate to Chidi I'm not <laughs> like as me in, and you I'm not as indecisive as him I actually think yeah. I'm a pretty decisive person um, I'm such an indecisive person I can't make any decisions ever but um yeah his level of anxiety just about things that happen in the world same <laughs> which You're is like also i feel that why i picked caitlin deaver and bill Hader. but i think william jackson <laughs> harper is my best answer for that fear for that emotion yeah. <laughs> um so for fear i have wart from over the garden wall nice just because he's like first he's indecisive which like me too but like he's constantly like i just i don't I don't I don't think we should do that mm-hmm. I don't I, I'm the same I don't, I don't think we should and I'm like me too like I don't think we should do that either that's a bad idea mm-hmm. let's not do that um or I don't know <laughs> I don't know how far you got in like when you watched it mm-hmm. um but there's one bit where it's the, the episode with potatoes and molasses where Beatrice is just like don't do that you're a pushover and Wart like goes way too hard into it and he does like anything anyone says the teacher's like go to the dunce box and he's like all right and he sits in the dunce box for like the entire day and he's like I'm a pushover people tell me what to do and I do it so I was like he'd be fair for me because it just also just Elijah Wood (laughs) the way he voices him his voice is like just like perfectly like a teenager who's just like going through puberty and is so unsure of himself that it it makes sense to me yeah it adds up I feel like I feel like we have the same reasoning for our, yeah <laughs> our fear for, people. For, for the fear okay I think honestly like you did fictional characters I put the actors but I was thinking of characters when I did this honestly mm-hmm. okay for disgust okay. I think Mindy Kaling is a great choice but right. I have one up to this okay have you ever watched new girl I have I picked Max Greenfield. He oh my plays, God, Schmidt! He plays Schmidt on New Girl. I, that's so good for disgust. Oh my God, that's actually that's really good. I, I like just that kept a lot. thinking of how he says "youths." Youths. <laughs> just how he so aggressively reacts to things. Oh, he, he says like, like them. how he says "no," where he's like "no." <laughs> I feel like internally that's what's going on in your brain. It's really good. Yeah, no, that one. I actually, I agree with you. I think he would make a great, just <laughs> Winston Schmidt, just like as disgust. He's like, "Have you seen my driving marks?" Yeah. Okay. So, but anyways, I love that actor. I think he's awesome, and I feel like sometimes the way Schmidt reacts, even though I don't think it comes out very often in me, is how yeah. 
it happens it's all, in, in it's the all brain. internal up here yeah <laughs> all right okay. um my disgust is david rose from Shit's creek <laughs> that's so good um because all i can think about is like i have never heard so many wrong things consecutively right after the other <laughs> oh my the, gosh like, <laughs> the way that he just looks at people and he's just like what yeah um, <laughs> i so, love yeah, that i have david david rose's disgust um because i think it just it makes sense it makes so like, much I, sense the same i'm very i'm very bad with facial expressions like i was talking to um dr turnbull once um and she's like sometimes i like look at your face to see like what you're thinking um, especially with Zoom, because like you, I had the camera and everything, mm-hmm. and I think it was when we were having like the <laughs> the gender debate, and like my I had no mask. There was I was all right here <laughs> on my face, like she could see what was going on. Uh-huh. Um, so I was like David Rose, it fits that one for me. I love that. The only yeah. the other one I thought of for discuss that I didn't end up picking because I didn't want to pick a bunch of people from like the same thing was right. um Adam Scott. He plays Ben Wyatt on Parks and Rec. <laughs> Yeah. And he has this line where Andy looks at Buckingham Palace and says, Whoa. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah. He says, Whoa, that's Hogwarts. And Ben just goes, I do not have time to tell you how wrong you are. <laughs> and then he's like, Actually, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, When I'm editing, that's how I feel. <laughs> you're like, I shouldn't have to tell you how to fix this. I'm going to because I respect myself as a person, but I shouldn't have to. Yeah. So. I, but I think I'm I'm sticking with Max Greenfield because I just love the idea of Schmidt running around in my noggin <laughs> as disgust. Yeah, no, I like the idea of David Rose running yeah, around I love in my too. brain as disgust. All right, anger. Okay. I have Aubrey Plaza. Amazing. So good. Because I feel like I don't get angry that often. And I feel, yeah. I mean, like, I don't even remember the last time I was angry. And so I feel like, if I were just to get irked, which I guess would fall under anger, I feel like in my brain it's similar to just how Aubrey Plaza lives her life. Where she's just like completely monotone. Yeah, it's just very, like, ugh. just kind of the <sighs> mentality. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, I put Finn from Adventure Time. Nice. Because he gets angry in like quick spurts. And then, like, he, like, runs and screams and, like, fights people. And then he's done. Mm-hmm. And that's how my anger works. <laughs> Mine comes in, like, a three-day wave. I, like, need three days. Like, first to be really angry. Then to kind of be less angry and process. And then, like, completely process it. And then it's gone. So uh-huh. it's, like, the quick spurts. But I was, nice. like, Finn. Because <laughs> I just imagined him, like, running with a sword. And just being, like, ah! Um, is how I picture him in my brain. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I just picture Aubrey just sitting most of the time like staring yeah like just kind of (laughs) looking begrudgingly into the distance I was like that's how I feel (laughs) when I'm like annoyed (laughs) I would say annoyed is a more accurate emotion than anger for me (laughs) annoyed that's fair with just like the placid look on your face just like ugh. yeah yeah Mm. all right sadness I have two answers. I was just thinking of, because I felt like, I mean, I'm a crier when I'm sad. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I felt like in my mm-hmm. brain, it would be this stoic, someone from the UK man 
<laughs> as sadness. So I wrote down Killian Murphy, who plays Tommy Shelby on Peaky Blinders. <laughs> okay. Or Kit Harrington. <laughs> and honestly, I think I'm going to roll with Kit Harrington. <laughs> why would that hits really weird <laughs> like, i know but like it's weird but like it makes sense <laughs> <laughs> it like makes sense but like also why you know yeah um <laughs> i just felt like i don't know i i don't feel like we hand i mean i don't know how kit harrington handles it but if we're talking john snow or eric son of eric <laughs> eric son of eric does not handle his emotions very well yeah i feel like like he cries, but he mostly is just in his head about it. And that's yeah. same. But I also just love the idea of like polar opposite what sadness is in the movie <laughs> being that f- <coughs> for me. Anyways, staring into the distance, <laughs> shedding a single tear. <laughs> just like as the credits roll, just like the one tear going down your yeah. cheek. Yeah. yeah. Also, think of how funny if we were to like talk about the plot of Inside Out. Let's recast Sadness as Kit Harrington and mm-hmm. just trying to imagine that scene where Sadness lays on the ground and Joy has to pull Sadness. <laughs> leave me to die. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Just Kit Harrington just being like, leave me to die. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure he says that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> we get an audio clip of that. You want to yeah. just bite that? Wait, um, I have an answer for Joy for you. Okay. Um, Kit Young. Oh, from <laughs> yeah, Jesper. I was gonna put I was gonna put Nina mm, from Six good. of Crows was one that I thought about. Um, because I think that we experience Joy in very similar ways in the book. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is like I felt weird about casting like people, like real people, because mm-hmm. um, I don't know what real like actors are like in yeah. real life. I was just thinking of their voices and I was like, what yeah. voice would fit well? <laughs> but yeah, no, I would say, I would say, yeah, Jesper or Nina would be good for me for joy. Yes. I think I love that. Um, thanks. Um, okay. My sadness. <laughs> let's make it sad. So as you were talking, I thought of one. So I have three, this will be three. I have um, Bill Hader, I think would make a really good I sadness, <laughs> sadness for me. Um, I just think of like how he's always like, like, mm. Um, I also have Eeyore because oh, the original sad character. Ooh. And then oh, and then finally I have uh, Bo Burnham. I was thinking about that for that emotion. <laughs> After watching yeah, was like, about a third of his special last night, I was like, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched the first 10 minutes and I was like, yep, me too. We handle like, <laughs> but yeah, no, Bo Burnham, I think definitely for sadness is... Um, who I who I'd cast I love that all right I came up with two other emotions that I feel like exist in my brain okay I will try to think of a character that fits that for me so we have fear but why don't we have confidence oh shit damn Riley coming at us (laughs) okay confidence okay I knew my answer to this literally immediately it's also because I have heist on on my mind um and my answer is George Clooney I thought you were going to say Kaz Brecker, and I was no. about to be like, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking Danny Ocean. I'm talking okay. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend, George Clooney. Danny Ocean. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard this guy's voice, but it oozes confidence. George it is, Clooney's? Yeah. It is. Yeah, I've heard his voice. 
he is so like he is just so confident in who he is as a human yeah i have mad respect for that but like not in an annoying way you know right and he's very cool and yeah george clooney is confidence for me and the other one i wrote down is dax shepherd who <laughs> dax also... shepherd and kristen bell yeah um, oh, i didn't even realize i had both of them on you um <laughs> but i think that's because i lean more towards george, george clooney yeah um confidence i would change mine and i would put nina in confidence nice so like jesper that. and joy and then nina in confidence yeah i yeah. love that okay and then okay. my other emotion is confusion oh <laughs> okay and i picked lisa kudrow who plays phoebe on friends lisa kudrow okay and yeah she um there's this line on friends where she's laying on the floor and she says how can i have a plan i barely even have a plot <laughs> <laughs> and she just has so many amazing lines and her tone i feel like phoebe and lisa kudrow honestly are just always a bit confused about what's going on at all times yeah and like same she also plays the mom <laughs> in book smart and same vibe you know how people talk about like five degrees of kevin bacon mm -hmm. that's you with this it's like five degrees to each character like there's some way to connect that one character to the other the other person who would play all of your emotions oh 100 i actually really <laughs> like thinking about that kind of stuff um and i yeah i would totally do that um a side tangent when i learned about the five degrees thing i decided to test it when i was a kid I like loved IMDb. Um, mm -hmm. I would be on it like for fun. Um, <laughs> that's kind of sad, but go on. Well, I'm getting my master's in arts journalism. Listen, it's super, <laughs> that's super neat and super cool, but also like, I mean, some people spent hours on Pixie Hollow. So what do I have to say about yeah. like you being on IMDb? This is why I have so much weird knowledge about actors. And, <laughs> okay. um, and I would like click through their like filmography mm -hmm. to try to connect one person to another. It was a fun That's game. Fun. Anyways, did you wait? Oh, I thought you were gonna say like you did the five degrees of Kevin Bacon. To usually, to you. I wouldn't like. Oh no, not to me. Sometimes I yeah. do think about that though. Mm -hmm. It usually happens when I interview someone cool, um, <laughs> like a basketball player. Literally, yeah. Like that's <laughs> or like um. Some of the people I'm going to get to work with at grad school will be like, whoa, they've probably talked to so-and-so or they know someone who knows someone mm -hmm. who went to this, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, one time it happened when um, I was like, I was, why was I, I, it was when I like asked Mark Few a question and I realized, or like when I was going to a game or something and I realized I'd be like standing in the same room as him. Um, mm -hmm. which is different than being like in the same court vicinity um, yeah and I was like oh my gosh I am standing next to someone who is like friends with coach K I'm like I am definitely like three degrees of separation away from LeBron James right now <laughs> that kind of thing <laughs> when you in when you went into the like press area for that game were you in your kennel clothes or were you like in no. jeans and a t-shirt? Oh, no, no, no. I would never be caught dead down there in like I my was thinking metallic about that. blue leggings. Yeah, you were just like a blue leggings and like face paint on and like yeah. a bandana. Every time you're like, uh, you're like Riley uh, from the bulletin. He's like, <laughs> I can tell. Every time I've been down there, um, 
I was in the press box for the game and you have to dress like business casual to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one time I had an impromptu, you're going and doing an interview like now when I was just in the student section during a game, but um, it was over Christmas. So I didn't dress up for it. So I was just wearing like, I yeah. just threw on a jacket and zipped up my shirt or mm-hmm. my jacket. So like my Gonzaga shirt wasn't on full blast. Showing. Yeah. <laughs> on full blast. I was just thinking about that. I was like, I don't think she would, but no. Did she? Mm-hmm. I'd be so mortified if that happened. <laughs> Do you think he would just would... like look you up and down and he would have cheating? She would be running around in my brain having a panic attack. <laughs> he would be like, <gasps> yeah. Um, Okay, I think my confusion would be John Mulaney, but specifically from his Kid Gorgeous um, stand-up special. When he's like, okay, 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 okay. Like, just like, uh, what's going on? That would would be my confusion. I just think of him, like, yelling questions. (laughs) And you spent it already? (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay, which one of your emotions would be in charge, though? would be the main the main runner because like in the movie isn't joy riley's and then like sadness yeah. is her mom's and anger is her dad's yeah i was thinking about that and i was like that's depressing but also like i get it i fear would run my brain 100 percent. mine as well i have anxiety man <laughs> i actually i was um towards the end of school i was talking to bethany we were supposed to do something and she was like it was probably like 3.30 and she's like, were you going to come over today? And I was like, you didn't invite me over. And she was like, what? I thought it was implied. And I was like, no, you never said you can come over. I was like, I have anxiety guy. You have to be direct with me. She was like, noted. I was like, I have known you since freshman year. When has ever, like, when have I ever done anything without like a direct invitation? I got anxiety guy. Don't do that to me. Oh yeah. So, yeah I over- would definitely. I overthink literally every single entire thing that happens even near me. Um, <laughs> and like, I feel like in my brain, we got um, William Jackson Harper, like running around. Like, being like oh my God, I don't know how to run this. What is happening? And then we got um, every once in a while, George Clooney rolls up and just be like, take a breath, man. You're fine. <laughs> and I'm like, That's literally like how my brain works. Cause one moment I'm like, freaking out and then the next I feel like I am a very confident (laughs) sure in myself person so it's a very yeah it would be fair yeah I'm I feel like I'm generally like confused a lot of the time (laughs) so it would be like it would be like work being like (gasps) and then you in the background you just hear Melanie going like what is going on (laughs) that's like that's how my brain is I did watch um this TikTok of this this kid who has ADD um, and so he just like makes a video and he's like, hey, like this is an ADD thing. Um, he was just like talking and I was like, this is, that's it. That's what my brain sounds like <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and I sent it to my sister and I was like, oh no, yeah, my brain does not work right. You know how they do the little mixy emotion thing at the end of yeah. um, the movie? Um, I think like m- most of my emotions, the way they'd be like spun together is mm-hmm. with fear and joy because like if i'm terrified of something it's usually a pretty good experience by the end yeah so yeah i i I get that all right i want to hear your your core memory islands okay i did like the interest so i i didn't come up with core memories 
that's okay. I had to I had to ask Google how many core memories there were. That's fine. I did core memories, but they they pertain to me. I can think but of some. How many? Do you want me do to go I, first? Yeah. How many core memories do I need to? I have five. Okay, and then we can also do the interests. Interest yes. Yeah. I'll <laughs> I'll um I'll do my core memories, and then you can wing it, and then I'll do you could do your interest islands, and I'll wing the core. Okay. <laughs> sounds that. good. Sounds good. Sounds okay. good. My four, my five core memories. I I wrote them down. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this is the first I, time you've taken notes for this. I, look at this. It's all it's beautiful. Um, <laughs> thank you. I'm very proud of myself. Okay, core memories in no particular order. First, um, so when I was younger, my sister and I lived on like land, kind of like your house, mm-hmm. um, and we had a big hill that had a pond on the top of it. And so one of my core memories is playing in the pond with my sister and our family friend when we were younger. Mm-hmm. And we like straight up walked into the, like the mud and stuff. Um, and I contribute that to my personality wise. Um, my hate of shoes. I hate shoes. I don't like wearing them. I like to be able to like walk in grass. Um, and when I was younger, it was like um, a badge of honor for my feet to be like super calloused at the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. And then my enjoyment of playing in the in water and looking for rocks. Because <laughs> I went to the beach with my friend, um, and he like went up to like the ground, like towards the top to look for rocks, and I went straight to the water, and I was like, "Look at this neat rock I found!" <laughs> I was like, "This, look at it's." I actually have them on my bookshelf. Um, I've started stealing rocks from places. I love that. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a crime that doesn't harm anyone. Nope. Nope. Okay. Number two core memory, going to a high school production of Fiddler on the Roof. That was the first musical, like stage production, production musical I ever went to. Yes. Um, and it spawned my love for musicals, specifically stage productions. Love that. I went with my mom and my sister and I was like, this is the best day of my life. I was like, how do they do that? And I was <laughs> like, it's literally just a show. I was like, no. Okay. So number three, um, when, <laughs> when I was younger, um, my uncle lives on Mount Hood. So we used to go there a lot when it snowed and we go sledding. Um, and one year we were driving and my dad decided to like spin out on purpose in the ice mm-hmm. um, for fun. It wasn't, it was terrifying. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, and then like when we got to my uncle's house, they lived, the house that they lived in had like a bridge that you had to cross. Um, and so like, it wasn't super safe for us to be in the car. So we got out and walked and my dad drove. Um, and that created a trust to, with only my dad in any compl- any driving situation where I have nothing but complete fear. Um, because like we did a lot of four wheeling when I was younger mm-hmm. and that entails like going up and like going down, um, in the snow <laughs> usually. Um, and I was like, I will not ride with anybody except for my father because he is the only one I trust in the car in that situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. Number four is my mom reading Little Women to my sister and I before bed and constantly encouraging me to read books outside of my reading level. <laughs> I talked <laughs> I talked about that a little bit when we did like the um, the book theme podcast. Yeah. Um, but that spawned my love for books and the adventures that they give me. Nice. And then my fifth and final core memory is going camping a lot as a kid with the four-wheel drive group that my dad was a part of. Um, it spawned my, my love for camping and the smell of camp pi- campfires, which is like one of the best smells in the world. And if you disagree, you're wrong. 
And then it also, um, my dad does this really funny like thing that I enjoy is he makes sound effects for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did it a lot when I was a kid, especially like with cars. So when we went like camping and stuff, there was a lot of like trucks and stuff and he would imitate the cars. And I think that's why I make a lot of sound effects now as an adult when I do things. Um, but yeah, there are my five core memories. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Here I go. This so excited. is not going to be so as ready. organized. That's um, okay. Okay. The first thing that comes to mind, can I pick like kind of a year out of my life? Yes. Okay. Fifth grade was a- the worst trans- of years. <laughs> a transformative year for me. Um, It was the year that school like clicked and mm-hmm. I realized like I could learn and like I wasn't, <laughs> I was smart. Idiot. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that was also the year I started reading by myself um my dad and my mom read harry potter with me at night and when we got to the and i had like made this deal with myself that i was going to read the whole harry potter series um over the course of like fifth grade because i started the first book at the beginning of the year i finished the seventh book i think two or three days after the school year ended Okay, so um, it was like a full year thing commitment. Yeah, I oh, read I love that. slow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, like it's taken me almost a month to read Six of Crows, I think. It's okay. Um, it's great. But so I finished it and that was a very fulfilling thing. It was also when I started reading independently by the fourth Harry Potter book I was reading by myself. Um, I love that. And that year, the other reason I was so rushed to finish it was, well, I wanted to finish it so I set a goal for myself to finish it um as you should but also the seventh movie was coming out that year so I wanted to finish the seventh book before I saw the movie so I could have seen I could have read one of the books before I saw the movie because I'd seen all the other movies before I saw the books read the books right so you wanted to know what was going to happen before it happened in the movie Mm -hmm. yeah I love that that's number one Number one taught me school is cool <laughs> and reading Nor- nerds rule. Reading is fun. Um, <laughs> number two, I have this like distinct memory from middle school talking with my counselor when I decided I was going to be a journalist. Ooh, like I just decided that that's what I was going to do. I realized all my interests aligned with doing that, and. I was I, we had this really long conversation I'm still doing what I said I was gonna yeah. be doing when I was in eighth grade um that's what it's nice. is a skiing with my family's up there for sure mm-hmm. um family time is important mm-hmm. skiing with my family um hmm. trying to think of like what defines me that's hard who are you as a person Riley? um i would the first movie i remember seeing in theaters is finding nemo which is also one of my favorite movies of all time yeah and i think it's what made me really love movies so i'm gonna put that up there okay that's four one more one more one more core memory i would say um i have a lot of really good summer memories of like family friends and my family being at our house using our pool and swimming yeah that's up there too that's beautiful 
Thank I've you. learned more about you as a person. I know this is fun. We're learning so much about you. <laughs> We're learning so much. All right. All right. Interest islands. Okay. So um these kind of go along with um I went very general. Okay. And I'm gonna get more. Interest island number one. I just put okay. writing in general. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Obviously. I, I it really like ends up being right now it's manifesting itself as journalism but i also just love words um so that's definitely up there i love that for you very interested in words i love writing them i love like hearing stories and then writing them down all that stuff okay Mm -hmm. then i wrote down anything on a screen which movies yeah which manifests Mm -hmm. as man (laughs) manifestuses manifests itself as movies tv shows youtube that kind of thing i love the entertainment. i love entertainment i am very invested in what's going on in the industry like i watch interviews mm-hmm. for fun um yeah because like the nerd. life the chaotic interviews with jake gyllenhaal and ryan Reynolds. yeah yeah and then i spend, spark joy yeah and then i literally spend like an hour listening to a hollywood roundtable where actors are just talking to each other about their work and it's awesome i love that's um, cool and I also am very into trying to stay up to date with what's going on, even if I haven't necessarily watched it. Um, I feel like I'm fairly on top of new movies and TV shows. I would not say I'm on top of trends, but I am on mm-hmm. top of what's being released. Um, so I have that. Okay, number three, Gonzaga basketball. <laughs> I don't want to say that I saw that one coming. <laughs> You should have but I might have seen that one coming. <laughs> Please go read my story on GonzagaBulletin.com for elaboration. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, that one is clearly one. I have like really deep family ties because of it. I love watching it. I love the guys on the team. Like the reason I enjoyed my first two years of college is heavily influenced by basketball. Mm-hmm. Um and it's a great sport it brings people together and i love it and i i also got to cover it which was something that really scared me and it was probably the most challenging thing i did while i was at the bulletin and sauce up there too okay the i wrote down i don't know if this is an interest as much as it is a virtue i don't know i'm very interested in it and its creativity um i don't know i like doing things that are creative Mm -hmm. i like like art yeah i love learning about creative things that's like my favorite thing which goes into the next thing which is school i know that's really, you're just gonna say learning i know that's really lame but i'm very interested in school and academia and learning as much as i possibly can that's why i'm a journalist like yeah anyways okay <laughs> next one family and friends because i love them okay um because i think they're neat yeah my last one is um I have the tendency of whatever I am watching or reading or taking in at the moment, I am obsessed with. That's called hyperfixation, and it's the best thing in the world. Yeah, so I wrote whatever I'm obsessed with at the moment. The examples I wrote down are Game of Thrones, Peaky Blinders, Six of Crows, etc. Etc. <laughs> That's just the last year of my life. Any given That's- year it's different so i had who knows what's gonna be this time next year yeah hyperfixation island it's seasonal it changes come <laughs> check it out sometime um 
Okay, I'm going to add that one too because that's how mine is. Yeah. And I also wrote <laughs> heist planning as a joke, but like, <laughs> honestly, kind of like, I'm kind of serious about that one. I mean, okay. <laughs> My favorite books are like High Society and Six of Crows, and Ocean's Eleven is one of my favorite movies. I was born to pull off a heist. Oh, also, I just watched two documentaries. One of them was called This is a Robbery, the Greatest Art Heist in the World, something like that. It was about this giant cold case about a museum in Boston where they stole a bunch of paintings and they still don't know who did it, and it's been like 20 years it was fascinating it's four episodes highly recommend it um but it was also frustrating because you don't find out who did it at the end that's so unsatisfying every time I watch a cold case I go in being like okay you're not going to be satisfied at the end like be prepared for that and I'm always mad Mm -hmm. the other one I watched was called um um I think it was called made you look and it was about art forgery it was really interesting too anyways Heist planning. Heist planning is on there. Specifically of art. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I wrote, I wrote mine. I I came up with them as you were going. I love that. Okay. First interest Island is comedy and being silly. Nice. Um, I love um, stand up comedians and I think making people laugh is one of the best things in the world. Mm -hmm. But I think there's like a special art to it because I think people who are inherently funny Um, are also really perceptive because there's a fine line between like making fun of someone or teasing someone and getting a laugh out of it and being mean and it's like a very thin line sometimes Mm -hmm. and some people are not good at it and that doesn't make them funny that just makes them a mean person um so I try to like I think that I don't want to I feel like I'm a perceptive person and I'm usually able to do it um but I have had times where I've crossed the line and people have called me out on it and that's fair (laughs) So that's my, that's fair, guy. That's fair. That's my first interest island. Okay. Nice. And then my second one, obviously, is books and reading. I feel like that one's kind of self-explanatory. I don't really Mm -hmm. need to elaborate on that guy. Um, And then I have the ocean and sharks for my third. (laughs) I think the ocean is absolutely freaking terrifying, Mm -hmm. but I love it. I think it's like the beach is one of my favorite places to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think sharks are just really neat. (laughs) shark week every year makes me question what i got my degree in and that i should have gotten it in marine biology i wanted to be a marine biologist when i was in second grade i they're sharks are terrifying but i love them like i think it's just i think it's just the idea that they just kind of like swim and exist Mm -hmm. and they have to swim in order to exist that i just i'm like i get it me too um so i I love sharks in the ocean even though they scare me um uh fourth is doodling um, actually, you know, when you have like a class and the professor, or the teacher is like, tell me something about you that like, I should know going into this class. Mine is always like, I swear I'm listening to you. If I'm drawing, I just, I need to do something mm-hmm. like it's, I'm, I'm literally drawing a dog. Don't worry about it. So like a lot of my notebooks in the spread and like the tops and stuff, it's just like doodles everywhere. Yeah. So that is one of my interests. <laughs> my sister gets mad at me because I'll just grab random pieces of paper, paper and start drawing on them. And then she'll be like, this is a receipt and I have to take this thing back <laughs> and people are going to see this now. So that's it's probably a little bit of a hindrance, than, <laughs> like an enjoyable thing. Um, and then uh, I have hyperfixation, which is like whatever I'm like Six of Crows has definitely been there for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my final one is spreadsheets and organizing. I love that. I love I love me a good spreadsheet. I love a spreadsheet. 
I organized all of my books in a spreadsheet and like they're color coded and everything. And like, I have like eight different ones. Mm-hmm. And I used spreadsheets for like Lambda Paeta this year. And it was just like so satisfying. So interest. I love that. There's yeah. nothing better than doing an auto sum on a spreadsheet. <laughs> oh, when, when you get it, when you like know the formulas and you can just input the numbers and it just comes out and you're just like, yes, a good spreadsheet is like incredible. I love that. That's so good. Yeah. There are my, there's my interest islands. Nice. Right there. I love it. I came up with another core memory. Am I allowed to have six? Yeah. Um, You can have as many core memories as you want, Riley. This is our podcast. Okay. The, okay. I narrowed it down to like a thing, but then I decided, I think I want to go with a different thing. Okay. Ooh, plot twist. The first time I wrote a feature for the Gonzaga Bulletin. That's was, a really good core memory. It was about Joshua Shank. He's the men's chorus director. He's the coolest human being I've ever interviewed. To this day, it's one of my favorite interviews I've ever done. Um, and I wrote the story. I had so much fun writing it. And I've always known arts journalism was what I wanted to go in. But that was when I realized, like... Mm-hmm. I can do this like this is something that I am capable of doing that I know I will want to do for the rest of my life and yeah so that's one of them I was between that and the first like A&E story I ever wrote which was with my favorite source of all time Kevin Heckmapana um who is the director of the Gonzaga Symphony Orchestra and but Joshua Shank for sure Uh, freshman year when I took journalism or intro to journalism And that's where I met Courtney, actually, Mm -hmm. in that class. And um, I, my last story was on the basketball team and like uh, the line that Mm -hmm. is created that like the kennel, the members of the kennel club do. Um, And my goal, I was like, okay, I'm going to go interview like some people who are standing in the front of the line and some people who are at the back of the line. And I needed to get like B-roll and stuff for it because it was like a digital one. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was out there from the time lineup started, like people had started going out there to the time they opened the doors for Dang. the game, just like talking and interacting with people. And I was like, I could do this. Like I yeah. could be a journalist. I ended up not doing it because I didn't like, I was like, Ugh. Um, but it was a lot of fun. I like, <laughs> I like created a little microphone too. I took like a clip, a binder clip and I like stuck a pair of head, like the headphones in it. Uh-huh. And then I like clipped it to people so that I could film nice. them and get the audio really well. I was like, this is the best thing I've ever done. It was a lot of fun. So I yeah. get, I get why journalism, like why people enjoy it. Oh my god, It was a good time. It is a lifestyle. Like actually, I feel like <laughs> if you talk to literally anyone who is journalist, it's like that. I really <laughs> yes. should have had something connected to popcorn in this whole situation. You should have. Are you gonna are you gonna have us get a giant thing of popcorn when we're in Hawaii so you can eat some? No, I'm not that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like one giant box of popcorn, please. There's a chance I'll get like a bag of pre-popped like air popcorn, but that's smart. Actually, that's that's smart. I'll down that's it in call. a day, but yeah, you'll need to get like three of them. It'll be fine. <laughs> you'll we'll, we'll survive. We'll be okay. Yeah. yeah. This was good. I was I enjoyed this. This was a fun. plus. Yeah, it's fun to like think of yourself more as like a person mm-hmm. and figure out where you fall. Honestly, this is like a psychological exercise. Yeah, that people should do. Everyone should do it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I was I was so excited. I was like, Megan, 
do you want to hear my core memories are? And she was like, not really. And I was like, too bad. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to tell you anyways. And I Every, like, can you help me? I did it but, like progressively over the week. And it usually like mm-hmm. the ideas came to me like right as I was laying down in bed usually. And I'd like whip over and grab my phone and like write <laughs> down the thing. Because I did not come up with the list like just because I, I couldn't think of anything and so I was like okay I'm just gonna let it come to me and yeah I got some good answers out of it that's what happened to me I was doing the core memories and I thought of one and then I was like oh this is a good one too oh this one is a good one too okay this one this one makes sense and I was like all right I'm done I did it nice proud of myself <laughs> <laughs> no that was, right. good. That was I good I think if I think if you do another powerpoint night you should still do it and share it with everyone oh yeah 100 suggestion because you can get really deep it will happen yeah yeah eventually it it will happen still try to make it funny i don't think anything will ever be my marvel presentation i don't think it will either i think nothing will beat my molehills i've made into mountains presentation it was beautiful there was just something different about that powerpoint night (laughs) (laughs) that one was an emotional roller coaster i feel like the first one we had everybody was like kind of on the same page yeah and that one everybody was just like unhinged (laughs) we did because you did that one i did um ranking marvel characters based off their ability to handle trauma Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. because we had just watched wandavision and that made sense um (laughs) and then carrie cast us all as dungeons and dragons characters yeah she like gave us our like race and what we would like our her job like assassin or whatever yeah she did that was it what did dagny do um i know was she she was late that night i think that's when she showed us the like toxic powerpoint that she had made ah yes 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 and then courtney rated ranked one direction and five seconds of summer oh yes boys (laughs) it was heated it got there were some (laughs) some there were some disagreements in that ranking (laughs) oh what a wonderful evening i don't think i've ever laughed as hard or gotten as many laughs Ever. <laughs> you were like i was that stage was mine i was on fire but also <laughs> everyone was i just remember like because i was using tongs to point at everything mm-hmm. and dagny was losing her mind <laughs> she she and then like the next one we did we were all like we all need just something to point to i think is that the night that i did like characters i would no that was that was the first one the character no, it was the characters Mole i would fight on it was molehills that's a great PowerPoint. It felt really good to get things off my chest. Too. Yeah, I would give my PowerPoint I made again. I might shuffle the ranking a little bit, mm-hmm. but I would, I would stick with it. Yeah, you have to adjust for how uh, Bucky handled things in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, also... You gotta take that into account. Sam Wilson goes at the top. The man actually is like a counselor therapist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He is emotionally well adjusted (laughs) (laughs) he did his time and he he deserves nothing but the best Mm -hmm. but yeah Bucky handled it well and Loki comes out next week and he would he's unhinged oh for sure you should wait until Loki is done like it's all out and then you can go back and readjust yeah yeah I thought you were gonna tell me to wait to watch it and I was like no 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 that's no 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 no, no. I would never (laughs) I would never say that to you that would just be it would just be disrespectful. It would be like that torture. It would be, it would be like telling you not to eat popcorn. I like, it wouldn't be fair to you as a human. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what we should talk. Well, it comes out on Wednesday next week. Okay, week after that, we'll talk about Loki. Okay. 
I wrote Bo Burnham podcast Tuesday. Yes, <laughs> I yes. have like little sticky notes. Perfect. Because I'll probably watch like watch them throughout the week. I'm so yeah, excited. Same. I love Bo. You should also check out some of his stuff on um, YouTube. Will do. Maybe I'll, you know what? Maybe I'll find some and send them to you. Yeah, do that. That sounds good. Yeah, because some of his stuff is, is it's pretty, it's good. Like he's 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 good. He's a good content creator, but some of his stuff is a little little on. <laughs> it's from like the early 2000s. So like. <laughs> Well, even I don't watching wanna... his new stuff, I was like, am I supposed to be laughing right now? Oh my god, yeah. Like, it's brilliant, some... but... Yeah, it's so well done. He, yeah. yeah, there's just something about the way that Bo Burnham has a stage present. I was thinking about it when I was watching, like, the first 10 minutes of Inside. I was like, it's so much different than the way, like... Because, like, I enjoy John Mulaney, but for, like, a super different reason than mm-hmm. I enjoy Bo Burnham. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah, no, we'll talk... Next week, we'll talk about him. I'm excited. Sounds good. All right, yeah. I'm going to stop the recording.